Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years, decades of seeking, seeking what could create more ease in life and trying every modality possible. Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease, what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health. All right. Well, welcome everybody to this episode three of True Mental Health with myself, Crystal Crawford, for those of you guys that haven't met me yet, and my good friend, Dr. Janine Kraft. I love calling you Dr. Janine Kraft. So significant. (laughs) And um, this is, like I said, our third episode ever and a show that we've been wanting to do I think for a really long time that we didn't know we wanted to do. And on this show, we're really exploring all things mental health, what is true mental health, um, what we've been taught versus what we're discovering may work better. And and so here we are. Hi. Here we are. Who are we and where do we start? Because we had so many things of where okay. we could go. I have a place. Okay. I heard that you've been pretty uncomfortable. I think it's more like massively uncomfortable. Like I'm just like uncomfortable right now. Okay. So what's up? Well, I'm really getting that. It's kind of like, it's uncomfortable to stay the same. And it's also uncomfortable to change and be in this like constant expanding space. And you know, I've been taking a thousand access classes, balls to the wall, as you called it. And I'm just really getting that I'm changing so dynamically, maybe in ways I didn't even acknowledge, that my old reference points of trying to understand who I was or am is not working. Like I can't even show up the same. So I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Help me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, for those of you guys that aren't super familiar with the work of access consciousness or even, you know, any of the tools for the most part, what what we do kind of constantly with the work is we destroy and uncreate anything that is in us. And, and so you just start, you know, like when you're, when you go to your first bars, your foundation class, you have no idea, but maybe you just love it and you're just addicted to it. You just start clearing things and just feel different. You get your bars around and you just are starting to feel better because that's actually what happens when you start to let go of the stuff that isn't you, you feel better. When you're being not you is when you feel like crap. And when you're being you is when everything's working and swimming along and just great. The problem I had was that most of the time I wasn't being me, but I didn't know that. So anyway, so that's what's starting to crack apart is all these things that you've invented as you or you've established as the definition of you or this is how we are with the family and this is how I am with the husband. And and so that all starts to break apart. And and so it's like really different to live without a reference point. Like we aren't really taught at all to live as if we had no past, right? Like I know the holidays mm. are coming up for a lot of us in real time. Most likely a lot of us have either holiday traditions or the resistance to holiday traditions or the lack of holiday traditions. Like, 
you know, for the most part, we all have some sort of reference point for what the holidays should or should not be. And then we react to the holidays based on what they should or shouldn't be and what's actually showing up. And so, yeah, I mean, it is uncomfortable because for the first time you're creating you and you're being invited to create you in like every microsecond, which is like a totally different deal than what was going on before. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like the shoulds kind of like how you should (laughs) be what people expect you to be all the expectations that come up with that and it's like I was just really getting that almost as if I was acting or having to bring up an energy that I was like this no longer resonates with how I think I should respond to certain situations and I was like well if I was really having me what would I choose here and yet then although there's there's not much there no, it's like, it's like so spacious for me. But then it's like, again, it's like when we talk about reference points, just kind of other people or the way we yeah. look at things, like, yeah. then they start to do something different. And I'm like, oh, this is like the stuff. This is the algorithm inter- interrupt that you were talking about. Right. Where So it's like, I guess if we're constantly seeking outside of ourselves for the reassurance of who we be or the yeah. peace versus inside, which to me, this is what the this whole reality teaches us constantly look outside of ourselves for the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And who. Yeah. And, and, and in the looking outside of ourselves, we're looking to the people that care about us or that we care about the most family, you know, close people to us to continue to, to validate that even though we're changing dynamically. And then, so yeah, like the choices you're making change everything they change where you were functioning from they change the relating that is possible or not possible anymore it's actually like the more you're willing to let go of the definition of you the more you kind of you become unrelatable Mm, can you talk more about that because that's yeah because the only thing that people you know how people are constantly looking for like um I'd kind of forgotten about this i was I, i i spent a lot i've been doing access consciousness now for about nine years and for the most part in those last nine years, I've been around a lot of access consciousness people. So I've kind of forgotten like how it used to be. So somewhere in there, I was spending a little bit of time with with people who don't do a lot of access consciousness. And the, the conversations that we were having to get to know each other were like, well, where did you grow up? And what school did you go to? And, you know, like, what is your favorite color? Not quite that, because we were doing the adult version of that. But it was essentially that conversation of like, well, what's your favorite color? And what's your favorite stuffed animal? And like, oh, so is mine. And so therefore we can be friends. Yeah. And because I've just been so out of the loop for so long with really, I've I've forgotten that that's what we do to determine whether or not we can relate to each other. And if we don't have anything in common, then we probably can't be friends because our paths won't cross and our lives won't be the same. And people with kids can't be friends with people without kids because people with kids are constantly consumed by their kids stuff. And so, you know, we look for the people that seem to have the things in common that we do so that we can relate. But when you take all of those definitions away and you start being an infinite being, which is really what we're talking about here, an infinite being doesn't have any definition or needs or all that stuff is invented. They're just, they're being, they're like, it's like a dog reality. They're just like, (laughs) (laughs) way more infinite being reality. Well, then there isn't any, you know, there's like sniffing each other's butts and that's kind of it. And then we like go, go. Yeah, which they don't have a point of view about, right? They don't have a point of view, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's totally different. And when you look at like big constructs like family um, mm-hmm. or old 
friendships or things that have been around for a long time, like that can be really confronting when, when a member of the construct starts to like dismantle their solidity and just kind of be more fluid, that disrupts the entire order of things. So it's just, yeah, I don't know where I started with all that, but that's well, the there's thing that some... tends to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's something that came up for me around that regarding just kind of like, well, we can relate because we judge things the same. We can relate because right. we've determined this is good together or this is bad together. Yeah. And then especially like come in 2020 comes along and it has been so dynamically polarizing in that like the judgments or that judgment energy has just exacerbated. Is it that or it's just like we're looking at it, it exposed it. Like I'm kind of like, what is that? Because I know this is really up in people's worlds. Like it's divided yeah. friends, it's divided family. Well, has it divided friends and family or has the scenario in the world exposed where people are functioning from? Um, the thing that I just, I'm discovering more and more uh, is that it hasn't so much as created polarization as exposed polarization. Mm -hmm. Because before this, we were able to keep that all kind of hidden. Now, mm -hmm. basically, the government is creating these scenarios where, I mean, it's kind of starting from the top down, right? The yeah. powers that be, whoever they are, you know, are creating these scenarios where now you have to expose what side you're on in order to participate in society. So therefore you have to choose a side. So therefore, if you're not on that side, then you're wrong. And if you are on this side, then you're right. And that's just playing out in every single level and construct ever, including families. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's inviting us to a really different thing. You know, those of us that don't really do sides are getting to strengthen and flex muscles we probably didn't ever think we'd have to flex, you know, whether that's yeah. just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone, whether that's like what's really required here, you know, it's like, it's different. And then the people that were already naturally doing, well, this is right and this is wrong are, you know, getting to use this now in that same way. So I, mm. I don't find it as creating polarization as much as it is exposing. And to me, that's an incredible gift because you have more information now. We have more information about where people are functioning from. It's just not always our favorite set of information. Yeah. Like maybe you didn't really want to know that your closest friend was that way. Well, mm -hmm. the scenario in the world's exposed it. You know, maybe you didn't want to know that your family would respond in this way or, you know, like all these people that are, we really care about that we're really close to. Um, maybe we didn't want to know all that stuff. And so now we're getting to know things about different people that, you know, are, is creating a different set of choices in our own world, you know, like, well, now what do I want to be with this? And, you know, with everything, I mean, I think it's just so much more obvious now, the, the choice for sides or for what works is never been more obvious because yeah. there it is. Yeah. yeah, it's like can't hide anymore. And I kind of just got this idea of like this grand awakening or conscious awakening at this whole other level, just yeah. seeing more of this. So, and I really want to bring us back to the judgment piece because that is just so huge. Um, I've been posting more things about, you know, kind of getting out of judgment and what yeah. is it exactly and whatnot. And I, I sense that people do get it at this kind of like surface level 
But yeah. there's something so much more dynamic to it because when we really start to get in there, then people are like, well, I don't want to gaslight myself. Or if I'm not really, you know, digging into the feelings about it or something, there's something there where people are, I don't know, resisting it. So I'm wondering what is it that well, we talk about during that? Yeah, I mean, I think when you come from a background where you've done a lot of therapy, you know, where you're coming from a mental health perspective and like the way to change things is to dive into it, to not dive into it could be, let's just use the word judged as ineffective. Or mm -hmm. there's a phrase that I've heard thrown around. What is that? It's like you're, uh, you're skimming the surface. What is that? Like it's bypassing, like spiritual bypassing. bypass. If you're not, yeah, yeah. 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 So you're basically, my mom would call it surfacy. You're just being surfacy. You're not getting to the real meat yeah. potatoes of everything. Right. And, um, that really, that really fucked with me for a really long time because I was being judged as somebody who wasn't willing to actually go into the feelings of it. And somebody basically mm. was bypassing what was real. This is where we've got to, if we do not look at what's light is true for you and what's heavy isn't true, then we will have to go into the right and wrong of it. This is the right mental health way to do it. And this is the wrong bypassing surfacy way to do it. Yeah. If we don't look at awareness. So I think at this point in the conversation with any conversation around consciousness, you have to look at whether or not you're willing to look at the energy of something, or if you really need it to be about what you've decided it's about. And that's where, that's where consciousness I think is really confronting. Um, it really gets you to look at what's going on in you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I was thinking like, okay, you know, I've done all this schooling and I've worked really hard and done all this coaching and like, I'm really out of judgment, like totally. And then I've had a couple things recently. Um, I did a YouTube about one, about like not looking at my rental car key, whatever. Anyways, the point being, I was just starting to get that I am really still functioning from a place of I'm not wrong. That, that was the energy that was coming up. I, but I'm not right. wrong. I was really in that like a resistance of being wrong. And so I was like, wow, this is where that judgment is just still coming up for me, despite me really like looking at it, spending time on it. So I'm wondering, like, what is it that, you know, folks can choose when they're starting to notice it come up that could create more ease with just like letting go of that judgment? The judgment of I'm not wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, Crystal. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is for me. <laughs> Didn't y'all know? Well, okay, so here's my here's my fast track access consciousness way of handling this. Okay, basically anything that you're resisting or protecting or defending. Okay, anything. Mm -hmm. If you're resisting being stupid, or you're defending against being stupid, or you're protecting yourself from people that judge you as stupid. Let's use that. Yeah then the, there is an underlying point of view that you have about yourself of I'm stupid because you, if you didn't have an underlying point of view about yourself, you, there would be nothing to defend or protect or anything because you would just be being. So you can mm -hmm. only defend or protect or whatever, something that you're certain is true, but you're fighting for it not to be true. Here's my so hack. No, yeah. if you want to jump in. No, yeah. I was just going to say, like, I've already decided. It's like, I've already come to conclusion, but yet I'm it's trying not even to resist. A, totally. It's not even a question in your world. You're wrong, and you know you're wrong. But mm -hmm. I'm not wrong. Please, somebody come and tell me that I'm not wrong. I won't believe you, but if you tell me, maybe I'll believe you, but I won't believe you. But please, 
don't prove to me what I know is a fact. Mm -hmm. So that's what's going underneath there. That's just something to get. Like that's just cognitive information. Here's the hack to getting over it. Okay. You put it into an energy space consciousness clearing, and I'm just going to state it and then I'll explain it. Here's the, here's the shortcut to it is if you're resisting, defending, protecting against being something, the hack is to become willing to be it. And here's how you do it. What energy, space, consciousness, and choice can me and my body be to be as wrong as I know I am for all eternity? And everything that doesn't allow it, times a godzilla, and I destroy and uncreate it all. Time, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And you can go to theclearingstatement.com to get a whole education on that crazy statement. Uh, you can go to my website for way more information on any of this, and I'm sure Janine's got resources as well. What that does is that actually, um, it's so weird how it works, but it destroys and uncreates the judgment that you have that is you being wrong. That's not true. Yeah. What's true is going to make you lighter. What's, what's a lie makes you heavier. Does that make you lighter? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was like going to ask you because it's like, then I start, yes, there is like that. Someone's doing a throw up emoji. It brings up those energies, but yes. then it also makes me laugh. Right. Cause it's just yeah. like, Oh, what would it take? Cause it, it almost seems like silly, but I mean, that's the lightness, the spaciousness I get. Well, like the the, and the reason the clearing makes you laugh is because it's acknowledging what your point of view is. My point of view is yeah. that I'm wrong as I know I am for all eternity. That is my point of view. So when you acknowledge it and you're like, well, what would it take to be willing to be wrong? Then you're like, Oh God, that's so much more of a relief to just yeah. be willing to be wrong than like having to protect and fight that I'm right. <sighs> so that's why it works because it actually acknowledges your point of view, which is light. It eliminates the judgment of it, which is also light. And it gives you the freedom to be wrong without being wrong. Cause that's what you're doing. It's like, then now you can just be wrong. Now, you know, you're just wrong. It's okay. There's no judgment in it, whatever. And what's really true isn't that, but it gives you that space and that freedom. And that's the thing we don't allow ourselves when we're protecting, defending, you know, needing to prove that we are something. Mm. My head blew off. <laughs> so, okay. So then let's like maybe narrow down to some like really basics yeah, around judgment. No. So it's like, what is judgment, right? Wrong, good or bad. And it seems like, is it possible to really function from this reality free of that? Like, is that possible? I'm like, I get nature does. I get my, my dog does. <laughs> can, like, we, can we do it? Because I'd really like some more ease, please. <laughs> well, I mean, the short response is yes. It's a choice. It's a choice you have. Now it's like, one, are you willing to choose it? Two, are yeah. you willing to commit to that choice? Because choosing to function free of judgment is the one thing. And then instituting it in your world is the other thing. You know, like, what's it going to take to institute a world free of judgment for you? You know, how many times a day do you need to use interesting point of view? And I have this point of view in order to institute a world free of judgment. Um, so that you're going to have to look at. But I made a big demand of myself personally of like, I'm having total consciousness in this lifetime. And consciousness includes everything and judges nothing, which means anytime I'm judging something, it's not even the thing itself I'm going after fixing most of the time. It's the judgment. Because if all yeah. I can do is go get to allowance for whatever that is, not doormat reality, just allowance, then, then the faster I get to total consciousness. So that's personally something I'm really interested in. But mostly because in total consciousness, everything's possible. Like what I was doing before, which is like relating and 
working things out and, you know, trying to make everything work and, and learning healthy functioning and all that other stuff that sounds so freaking good and so many people put so many hours into was creating more difficulty. What started to create more ease was the stuff you would never consider, which is like, well, what if everything's just an interesting point of view? And what if that thing that you're making really significant isn't significant? Would you have more choice then? And that those conversations started giving me more space and more ease. So I headed that direction because I'm like, I think my priority is actually happiness and ease. But my priorities aren't everybody's priorities. And I think that's something you got to look for yourself in, and look at what is your priority and what you're choosing. You know, is mm-hmm. happiness and ease something you're interested in? Is what you're choosing going to create that? You know, or are your priorities different? And yeah. that's a huge conversation, too. Well, the the doormat thing stood stood yeah. out because certainly yeah. I get when people are you know kind of learning this. Okay, what would it take to be interesting point of view? But then, kind of what you're saying is it, it doesn't mean abandon you, include you. What is the boundary? And this is I'm sure going to come up with families and holiday and all that stuff coming up. What does that look like? Where your interesting point of view, yet you still have you. Like, what does that look like? Kind of where well, you it said like, look like anything. It feels like uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> But I am probably going to, I mean, because you and I have that conversation in private a lot. Well, what does that look like? I'm like, well, does it look like any one thing? And this is the thing I find with the boundary conversation is like, we're looking for the predetermined answer to what somebody else does in order to protect and defend instead of going. You're going to have to say that one again, because that was like so, so much. Well, we're looking for the, <laughs> we're looking for the predetermined answer mm-hmm. to what somebody else says or does in order to protect and defend. So what is it we're secretly believe? What's the underlying point of view in there? Oh, I mean, it's a wrong. huge, it's a huge conversation. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to do so multiples he, on this. But. Yeah. Yeah. Boundaries part seven. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I so I don't know how many of you guys know my story. If you go listen to episode one, you get a pretty good download of my story. But I have a very, very, very dysfunctional, unfunctional mother for sure. And um, and she probably watched. She doesn't even watch my stuff. That's like anyway. So <laughs> sorry, I got totally distracted on that for a second. And I adore her. And I was we were closest of friends. And uh, she would though continually like judge me and criticize me and like, and then has created her life to where, you know, she's living in a hoarder's house basically. And and so she has a lot of just stuff going on. Um, so I had to, I went through the whole gamut of like, and then she likes to pull you into conflict. That's kind of her way of relating. She knows that we're having a good relationship if she can pull me into a fight. So if we're fighting, we're relating. And if we're not fighting, we're just doing surface. And so if we're just doing surface, that's of no value. That's basically her point of view. So her way of making sure that we get into deeper relating is to create a conflict, which she had a lot of ways to do that with me for a long time, because there was a lot of things we didn't see eye to eye on and still don't, you know, Christianity. So just to start a fight with me, she would go, well, are you a Christian? Well, are you a Christian or aren't you? If I go into fight on either Mm -hmm. side of that, she's got me hooked into what she considers relating to be. Mm-hmm. If I go into laying down flat and I don't want to talk about it, then she's also got me because I still have a point of view about it, but I'm coping with her attack. And so she's still got me. 
So what I had to, I had to play with all those things and kind of discover like, what's going to really work here. And so I've, I've played with it in a lot of different ways. Like, why well, are you a Christian or aren't? And I, and so my latest is like, you know, I'm not really sure right now. She has nowhere to go with that. It can't go into fight. I'm not proving that she's wrong or right. I'm not proving that I'm wrong or right. Um, I'm just, you know, do, saying what I said. So I, so I had to play with it in ways that had nothing to do with proving that I was right or proving that I was wrong. And you guys will have to forgive me because I have to take you with me to <laughs> to get the door. Oh man, there is just so much within that regarding the proving, the needing, needing to be that exactly what you you know what I mean. Try like and like so much around so much like. Around the fight as well and what you're saying yeah sorry sorry we're live but we have a lot of interruptions right now so oh you're on facebook live <laughs> welcome andrea <laughs> well anyway uh we might need to stop because now we've got people in the house but um that's okay where can we leave this i wonder like what okay I get, yeah, I'm getting like the one thing that you were saying that I think could be really helpful regarding this kind of boundary thing. It's like being interesting point of view and then what doesn't work for you. So it's like, you're not the lie down and take it energy. I mean, that was something that was just so helpful for me where it's like, you know, I can be interesting point of view with people's point of view and this is what works for me kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so <disturbing. All> right. <laughs> well, so much what contribution is all of that to us right now? Well, I guess I'd invite you guys to look at, I mean, we're heading into a really heavy season of heavy season. That's so, <laughs> so it shall be. Uh, so it shall be. Well, you know, we're heading into the season where you guys are going to, we are all going to have a lot of um, chances to really practice something different if we want to, you know, yeah. and, like I would personally gift myself way more interesting point of view. I have this point of view with everything. I, when I first started learning this tool, I used it. I literally used every event or every occasion to use it more so that I could have more ease because there was never a shortage of points of view. Yeah. My phone, my family had lots of them. I had lots of them in response to them. Um, so it's like, start to look at what you want to create for yourself moving forward from this moment, you know, would you like to prioritize more ease, more happy for you, more consciousness for now in the future so that you can have more happy and ease in the future. And, you know, like how can you use what is naturally occurring in your life with family events and, you know, people around you to cultivate that in you, even if they never choose anything different. Cause the people around us are doing the best they can with the tools they have available and we are choosing whatever we're choosing so what do you want to choose with all of this but do you want to be and what interesting point of view i have this point of view does is it actually renders you as more allowance and allowance isn't doormat allowance is just well this is interesting i wonder what i can choose and so personally that's what i would say and i don't know if you have anything you'd like yeah no, it's just, I mean, it's just that truly. It's just, it's, uh, I, I'm getting that it's just like this living, breathing thing where you're constantly, it's not like, well, I've taken this class and now I got it done. It's just kind of like, no. And, and especially, you know, around family and the holidays and whatnot, it's like embodying that if it requires every couple minutes that you're saying that interesting point of view, I have this point of view, that they have this point of view, that I have this point of view, whatever, just whatever's going to create the most peace and ease and just being in total allowance for when it gets fucked up. 
Exactly. Like right now when I have yeah. Candyman in my house and uh, no sound and, uh, you know. And life happens. And we, but anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Well, a pleasure as always. Ms. Oh, Crystal. I you. And I thank you guys so much for watching. And, and if this contributed, share it with your friends. And see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave us a review, or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time.